Crawford of the L.A. Clippers. You're now tuning in to Cruise Control, hosted by my man, Randy Cruz. Holla. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Cruise Control Podcast here on iTunes and SoundCloud.com. I am your host, Randy Cruz. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. And tonight I'm joined by Mr. Jabari Davis, writer for BasketballInsiders.com. We're going to talk about the Lakers, Kobe Bryant scoring 60 last night in his final NBA game as a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. Also get some stuff in about the Golden State Warriors breaking the Chicago Bulls 72-10 record, regular season record from 1995-1996. Jabari, what's up, my man? How you doing? Oh, man, everything is good, man. I appreciate the invitation once again. No problem, man. Anytime you're out there in sunny L.A., the, the feeling must be um, pretty pretty good after seeing Kobe's last game last night, 60 points, Staples Center was rocking. Um, what's the vibe out there right now out in L.A. the day after Kobe played his final game? I won't lie to you, you know, and, and you know me, I'm always about perspective. So, of course, you know, right. nobody's popping bottles, even though <laughs> apparently they did that a little bit in the, in the locker room. So, you know, some of the veterans, I don't know if it was a joke or not, or simply just to acknowledge, you know, the end of a, you know, of a great career. Uh, but, you know, that said, you know, it's not like folks are popping bottles, but after the, you know, kind of the slog, you know, like the slog that we've had, the right. you know, the three-year run, uh, futility. Uh, put simply, basketball fans out here at least can enjoy the fact that they went out, you know, or at least that the Lakers went out like that, and that Kobe himself went out that way. Now, Jabari, the the, the man, the legend had 60 points. I, I, I doubt mm-hmm. anybody thought he was going to get maybe, maybe 30, 35, 40 the most, but when he was going, he had 45, 50, 55, and he ended up with 60. What was going through your mind, and did you have any thought that his final game he would come out with 60? No, I'm not even going to lie to you. A lot of It's funny because I saw that. I saw some folks talking like, oh, well, you had to know. Of course he was going to do it. And, yeah, and I, you know, I sarcastically said that on Twitter last night. But, no, absolutely not. If you've watched this season, especially this season, like you know, I won't even talk about the last three years, but especially this season, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've seen the memes and the jokes about like, when he was all wrapped up and he was basically looked like a football player on the sideline for the right. better part of the last couple months. Uh, you know, there was no way in the world we could have anticipated this. So, you know, more than anything, I guess, I guess what was running through my head was, I can't believe this. You know, like, it, 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 okay, once he got to 20, it was like, okay, cool. Then he got to 30, and to be honest with you, that would have been all that I could have ever, you know, ever anticipated. But once he got to 35 and 40, you know, obviously at that stage you knew he was high. But you kind of got that feeling like, no, this is going to be one of those, quote-unquote, Kobe nights. So, again, you know, a long, illustrious career, full of moments, full of, you know, you know big shots and big, you know, blocks and, you know, you know great, you know, you know, great outcomes. Even though it's on a 16 or 17 win team, like I said, it's just kind of, it's really nice to see him go out that way. Now, were you all in on that final game watching on TV from start to finish or were you going back and forth watching the Warriors? 
I was all in, my man. Look, I I don't want to. You know, no disrespect to Memphis, no disrespect to your fans out there, anything like that. But I was pretty sure that Golden State was going to take care of business on their end. You know, you don't you don't go through you don't go through that season and you know and be as dominant as they have been, get to the final straw, and then you know lay an egg. You know what I mean? Or drop a dud. So I knew that I would eventually go back and check that game out and check out the highlights, of course, the box score and whatnot, and 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 truly you know uh, pay homage and pay respect to you know to that to that accomplishment because you know unfortunately it definitely got kind of swept under the rug uh but uh no this after watching all of kobe's career and, and you know I've, I've lived out here my entire life i've watched him from the from his days where he was just a skinny little kid running around during summer league you know at the at the at the you know at the, at the long beach pyramid uh you know to his game you know his first couple games you know i, I was you know very fortunate enough to be able to see some games of his when he was playing uh, you know, at the Great Western Forum, and then obviously I, you know, I rode the entire wave here at Staples. Uh, it, it, it was just incredible to see. I mean, absolutely. I mean, just watching on TV and just seeing, you know, prior to the game, you saw the the, the fans waiting outside of Staples, and it it was like it was like a parade, just waiting for mm-hmm. you know champions walking down the the, the highway or something. And it's just like for a final regular season game for a team and for a player. Uh, I mean, the outpour was just phenomenal, and you know, seeing what he what he was able to do last night, and me as a fan, I was watching Kobe, but once he got subbed out in the f- second quarter, I think it was, um, mm-hmm. I dipped over to Golden State. They had like a 15 point lead, and then I I stayed on Lakers once the third quarter hit, and then I clicked back to Golden State, and when I did back to the Lakers. Kobe was still in the game, and I said, "Listen, he he might ride this wave. He might play mm-hmm. in the third and fourth quarter. I, I'm not changing it. I got DVR. It's taping Warriors. It's taping Lakers. So no matter what, I'll go back to it. But from the third quarter on, <laughs> the Lakers was on my TV screen. Well, and not only that, that's when he really got it going. You know, right. I, I know he had like 20 or something at the half, or 21 or so at the half, but he really got it going at, at that one during that one stretch. I don't even, to be honest with you, I don't even remember what what period of the game it was, but that one stretch was that kind of culminated in him, you know, shooting that fade three, you know, from the left end. Right. You know, you know, pretty much vintage Kobe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so the truth of the matter is, again, you know, you're just circling back to your original question. It's not like anybody is, you know, is 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 celebrating it like it's an actual you know title. But you know, to your point, you're right. You know, from the from the build up to the lead in to everybody waiting outside tables, and it definitely looked like a parade. And even even today, people are still in a bit of a, I guess, a, a haze. Yeah, because it, it it really marks the 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 end of an era, and I, I don't know it, yeah. the game. The game was great last night, but it's like now we wake up today, and we all f- really finally realize, you know, Kobe Bryant is now retired. And and I told you this years ago when you when I, when you came on the show, like people are gonna be like, you know, people could say what they want about Kobe at the time. He's washed up. He can't play no more. He uh-huh. should retire. And I said once the day comes. People, whether they hate him, they love him, or fan or not, they're really going to sit back and realize, wow, like, the day is here. Kobe's not in the league no more and really be like, man, I, I wish I could have one more game or one more season. Now it's like, you know, the the realization is here. 
You know, that's such an excellent point, and you're right. You did tell me that, and here's one for you. I'll take it even further. I feel sorry for the individuals that didn't allow themselves to just at least appreciate his career. I'm not saying you had to be a fan. You know, he wasn't for everybody. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, that's the reason why they make a bunch of different types of ice cream, because they all, they all might taste good to somebody, but they're not for everybody. That said, he's an all-time great. So if you didn't allow yourself to enjoy it, along the way or at least appreciate it along the way for what it was even if you didn't agree even if you didn't agree with the way he went about things or you didn't like his personality or you just don't like the lakers and i get that there's a lot of folks out there even though the even though the lakers fan base is you know you'll be probably you're probably the biggest you know worldwide there's a whole lot of folks that that also live to hate and love to hate them so i get that but I, you know, I honestly do. If you didn't allow yourself to simply appreciate it, and, and, and look, even last night, there were folks, oh, man, how many shots, and this, that, and the other, and it wasn't efficient. It's like, guys, 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 have you not paid attention to the last 20 years? Yeah. We get it. We get it. Just appreciate greatness. That's all. And, and, and you know what? I was going to go to that next where people just have to sit back and just appreciate where – you know, 20 years. Okay, yeah, he took 50 shots. I mean, like, really, the Lakers weren't going nowhere. The Jazz were not going anywhere because Houston won earlier in the night. I don't care how many shots he took. I mean, for the for the price that the people paid to get in Staples last night and all the celebrities and the fanfare and former greats and former Lakers and whatnot, I mean, like, at the end of the day, 60 points on 50 shots and a win, I think everybody got their money's worth last night. And a game winner. And look, look, I was jokingly saying this on Twitter. You know, it, it was thrown. You know, it was, it was being thrown around over the last couple of months. But basically, look, you, you can dislike it. I'm speaking generally, not you, of course. So, you know, what you call you just pre, you appreciate the game, and, and that's what that's one of the reasons why I like talking. You know, talking hoops with you. You know, so much. But speaking generally, you can dislike him all you like. But your favorite play, he's your favorite player's favorite player. Okay. Everybody was there to see him. Like you, and you alluded to it, the prices. You know, I heard ticket prices at the very top. A ticket that usually ranges anywhere from say thirty-five to a hundred bucks. I heard that they were going for thousands. So I don't even want to imagine what people were paying for the mid-range, and or even down below, or you know, let alone courtside. Those people were in there to see exactly what they got, and they got all their money's worth last night. Exactly, and uh, we are chatting with Jabari Davis. He's on Twitter at Jabari Davis NBA writer for BasketballInsiders.com. Now, you know there was you know the the back and forth speculation that of when Kobe retires, it, you know it's a matter of is twenty four or eight going to the Raptors, and they put twenty four and eight on the court last night. I I I, I doubt that only one. Is going up there. I think both is going up there. People can say, well, you know, he had more championships with eight and whatever the case may be. But I, I think twenty four and eight have to go up in the Raptors. I put it to you like this, and I and I agree with you. I, I agree. I would love to see it. I'd love to see it be the first time someone got a some you know some somehow a split you know the uh, jersey up there in the Raptors. What I think could take place is I know for excuse me. I would bet any kind of money that twenty four is going up there, uh, and and either they go up there with you know with a split jersey, or they just make it you know they just make it in as like twenty four gets retired officially, and number eight is kind of unofficially retired retired where they just don't you know they don't. 
don't dole it out to anybody. Like nobody, like you know, moving forward, nobody gets that number. So either way, uh, I, I I agree with you. You know, I don't know how you could really split it. You know what I'm saying? You know, like you know, he did great things as, as in you know as number eight. He did incredible things at 24. Um, he's already gone on record many times, or you know, several times, and said, uh, you, uh, you know, 24. You know, it kind of you know, like when he's been asked about it in the past, he's you know, kind of alluded to 24 being the number, and we can all you know, we we all know what that's about. Uh, while at, now that he's you know now now he's no longer in the league and he's no longer it's no longer a competition thing, he'll probably continue to soften his you know like his stance on Shaq. But at the end of the day. Everything, you know, everybody questioned, everybody said, like, you know, he wanted because of Shaq or he was Shaq's sidekick. You know, if, you know, for him, if he had to absolutely choose, 24 would be the one that he would choose. Now, you mentioned Shaq, and I mean, uh, you know, he was there courtside watching the game and countless mm-hmm. other former Lakers, Derek Fisher, Robert Ory, um, the video package with LeBron, D. Wade, Mello, KG, Dirk, uh, Phil Jackson, you know, other rivals. Um I guess, you know, was it surprising or surreal to see the former players come back and show him love and support and even his adversaries give the video package for him? It wasn't surprising, but it was definitely nice to see. And, look, a guy that has embraced, I was going to say that has played the villain role, but he's really embraced the villain role for so long. I think that's really, you know, just as a, I'll just say this, not even as a guy that covers the league or writes about the league or talks about just a cat, just an observer of the game. It was really nice to see him get that kind of all year, and definitely culminating in, you know, as you mentioned it, that you know that great video package with all of the former greats and stars and everybody in, the, you know, like in the building last night. It was really nice to see because, as much as you know, there there were some, you know, like especially at the beginning of the season, that questioned if this smile, this new, you know, warm and friendly and cuddly Kobe, you know, was truly him, or you know, if he was faking. As much as people wanted to question that. Last night, you, you you could tell that was genuine. He was genuinely touched by the moment, but in true to form, he also rose to the occasion. And even though nobody would have seen that coming, he you know he found a way to he found a way to get them to shake their heads again and 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 only be able to say that dang Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Exactly. Like at the end of the night, that's what everybody was saying. Like God, I cannot believe that you saw Shaq. His exact quote was, and I'll edit it, of course. You know, I challenged him to get 50, and that mf went out there and got 60. You know, like, that's what his career, you know, more than anything, you know, even more than the five rings and all of the glorious, you know, the records, more than anything, that's what I take from his career. All you can say is Kobe. That was a Kobe night. Now, Magic did say in front of a live crowd that, Kobe was or is the greatest Laker of all time. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, you know, um, it, it's Kareem, it's Magic, it's Kobe. Um, you know, what was Magic thinking, knowing? And, you know, I don't think he really believed that. But, I mean, it, it's a great debate. There's no right or wrong answer. But do you, do you really feel like Magic was sincere that he really felt Kobe was or is the greatest Laker of all time? I think Magic is being sincere in that. And, and look, you know, those of us, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I think I'm older than you, but those of us that grew up watching Magic, there's always going to be a diff. It's going to be difficult for you know, to acknowledge anyone else being greater than him in terms of you know the all-time Lakers list. Uh, reason being, you know, like, and not to be biased, but you know me. I think the '80s are the golden age. I said this last time I appeared on your show, so you know your listeners are probably like, okay, we've already heard this. But yeah, bear with me. I, 
think the Lakers, I think the eighties are the golden age. So the fact that he won five during that time when you know the league was just you know you know just absolutely nuts and and, and quite frankly, uh, you know I, I just grew you know that's when I grew that's when I grew to love the game. So for, you know for me, Magic is always going to be you know you know my favorite. That said, I think he's being sincere, and I can't argue with anyone if they say that Kobe is, because he's been a bad dude for a long time, and and you know, twenty years is twenty years. Even even though down the stretch it was a little, you know, it was marred with injuries, twenty years of greatness is twenty years of greatness. So it's it's, pretty, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to. It's hard to you know, truly argue that and say that someone is wrong if they say it. Now something that I didn't think about until the game was over and I saw pictures. And I and I sat back and I was just like, wow, uh, you know, Kobe Kobe retiring from the NBA, it really, you know, locked the door on the 1996 draft class. And everybody, there's, there's a debate of 96 or 2003 draft class, and you know, I, I don't remember recall all, but I know AI, Kobe, Nash, Ray Allen, uh, Abdul Rahim, Marcus Camby, um, Stephon Marbury. Um, now Kobe's retiring, and now that draft class is officially done. Um, yep. It just it just makes you put everything into perspective. Like we just saw a man's twenty year career with one team, and possibly the greatest draft class in NBA history. You know, be finalized. Um, what do you what do you say about that draft class? Do you compare it to O three, or is ninety six more superior than O three, or even eighty four with, with with Jordan, Nakeem, and Barkley? I, I love this discussion because, I mean, like, you know, kind of like the last thing you said, there's no wrong answer. For me personally, I think 96 is actually the best of the, you know, like of that group. I think 84 is incredible. You know, the, you know like as you just mentioned, anytime you got Jordan and Hakeem in there, you know, like that's, that's already going to be a pretty darn good, you know, pretty darn good class. Uh, 2003 is right there as well. Um, I, I really don't think you can go wrong. But, you know, more, you know, like, uh, you know, to your point, uh, and you actually, you led, you led the show with it. It's the end of an era. It truly, truly is. Yeah, you still got Garnett from that class of '95, uh, and 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 you imagine he's going to be done, you know, you know, here, here, you know, if not this summer, you know, pretty soon. Um, but uh, it's cliche, but it really made me feel like, wow. Not only do they not make them like that anymore, I'm glad. I'm truly, truly glad. I got. I, I, you know, I got to enjoy it. I got to, like I said, I got to enjoy the 80s. I got to enjoy the 90s. Thoroughly enjoyed the 2000s for obvious reasons. Uh, and, and, you know, I, it, it, it's great to see. Um, I'm not one of those individuals that, you know, you know, it hates progress. You know, I can certainly appreciate where the league is, and I'm still loving every moment of it. It's it, it definitely an adjustment uh, in terms of, you know, the style of play and what to expect out of these guys. Uh, but there is definitely, you know, still greatness. Uh, that said, a part of me will always remember that I got, you know, I got to, you know, got to see the end of that era. Yeah, I mean, from that era, I mean, you have KG, Duncan, Paul Pierce, Dirk Nowitzki. I think those are the four that remain out there, still, still active. That yeah. within the next year or so are going to be retired. Um, I think Dirk is calling it a quits next next season. Um, KG might might be done this year. We don't know. Paul Pierce. I say another year. Uh, Duncan, <laughs> Duncan looks like he can go three or four more. Um, <laughs> outside of Dirk, which we know who's going to be uh, retiring next year. Who who you think is the next to um, to to retire? KG Pierce or, or Duncan? Well, 
I mean, no disrespect when I say this, but KG and Pierce probably need to retire this summer. Now, again, look, I, I'm never one to say don't get your money. If you can get paid, uh, I think Pierce has another year on that contract, uh, or if, if not another two years. I, I know it's at least one more year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, KG, I think his contract is up. It would be nice to see them all kind of like walk off together. I know, you know, you know Dirk, he's still got another year. Duncan, like you mentioned it, who knows when he's going to stop. He might be 40-something years old by the time he's done. Um, but I, if I were a betting man, it's going to be it, it would be KG, and then probably followed by the, you know by uh, not Duncan, but by Pierce. Hey, you know what? I, I also forgot Vince Carter. Look at that. He's he's still on yes. Memphis. I forgot about him yes. too. So I, I think Vince. What one more year for Vince? Two more for Vince? Or what do you think? Yeah, I kind of put him in that same boat. He's still effective in some in in small doses. Uh, and and and. Unlike others, I'm not one to say, like, hey, you need to hang them up. Look, if you're a professional athlete, you can continue to get paid doing what you absolutely love doing, doing what you've done your entire life, go ahead and do it. But if I were, you know, just kind of based upon how effective he can still be, uh, I, I... I probably wouldn't anticipate more than another year for Vince, but it also is really good to see. It's, I, I'm glad you brought him up because he should be acknowledged as well. He, you know, he, he came in, you know, a little bit later on, but he's definitely a part of that era as well. I really like how Kobe in the, in the press conference or, or in the middle of the, of the court um, after the game was saying, at least for one day, like my teammate, my teammates were telling me <laughs> to to shoot the ball. Everybody was telling him pass more, pass more. But now his entire team was like, go, go shoot, go, you know, go for it. Um, I guess at, at some time, the, the the even even the players were like, man, this is your game, this is your moment. You know, we're not in the playoff race. We only got 17 victories. Forget what everybody else says. And I just felt like for one night, you know. Everybody was on the same page for letting Kobe do what he wants to do. Not exactly. Kobe's been a gunner his entire career. You know, like that. That's good data. That's that's been something that came along with the package. You know, you you know, with, with him, you definitely had to take the bad with the good because, quite frankly, for an overwhelming majority of his career, the good that you know, you know, significantly outweighed the bad. Uh, so at the end of the day, you may as well go out with an empty clip. And I don't mean to be, uh, you know, callous in referencing guns and things like that. I know that you know some people get sensitive about that. But really, if you're a gun, if you're a gunslinger, you may as well go out with an empty clip. And I, and, I, and I'm glad to see that his teammates at least embraced that. Because like you said, they weren't going to the playoffs. It wasn't going to impact or affect their you know their, their uh, you know, lottery you know lottery position or anything like that or the, the amount of ping pong balls. So why not go out like that? Definitely good to see. Now, what was surprisingly good um, that I saw from Kobe that at the end of his press conference, he actually, you know, gave a shout out or, or big up to, um, you know, the media or after all these years yeah. and, you know, the ups and downs. And he said, listen, for, for the good or bad of what you write for about me and other pro athletes, it's good. It's, it's, it's you know, educational. It's, you know, it was, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but majority of what he said it was really like like a like a, a big thank you to the media throughout throughout his career were you surprised about that like now it's like you know he's finally like more giving in to like this is it i'm gonna give my my props to the media you know i wasn't shocked because you know like if, if you've been you know like i didn't i didn't uh i i didn't cover a majority of this season but i was fortunate enough to cover the last you know the last few you know here in los angeles and i can tell you you know he's pretty open and when i say open like he's not it's no old bar pretty much most of the time 
You know, uh, it was what was nicest about it is he he, he, he kind of gave you a peek behind the veil. You know what I mean? Like, right. I I did not realize, and maybe this was naive of me, but I honestly believe, like when you know, you know how athletes see, you know, they they throw out the cliche line like I don't read my press, I don't read my press, I don't read any of that. Yeah, I believe that. I really thought like they were just like, yeah, I don't care. Well, I can tell you right now, without going into details or you know breaking any type of confidentiality of anybody, they all you know they do. They may not sit there like, uh, well, this is public knowledge. Like say Dwight Howard checking his you know checking his you know his his Twitter feed at halftime of games and definitely right after games. They may not all do that, but if you write like if you if you write about folks, there's a good chance that they're going to see it. You know, there's a good, especially if it's on a if it's on a large outlet. I personally had that come into play uh, because I, like I said, I did not think that they, I didn't think they would read the, you know, the stuff that I would, you know, that I would write a couple years back. Um, more, you know, what I like from Kobe is, you know, yes, you know, is he, you know, is he brass at times? Yes. Is he, you know, uh, you know, hard headed and and even arrogant at times? Absolutely. But is he the, probably the most real individual you've seen on such a grand stage? Yeah, yeah, he's gonna tell you. So I, I, I you know, I know that was a bit long-winded way to say it. I loved seeing it. I wasn't shocked, but I loved seeing it. I, I think the best thing that we can probably describe everything that we saw, and just to try to culminate everything, is that when Kobe was was speaking last night on the court and in the press conference, the man looked. You know, at ease. He looked at at peace. Mm-hmm. He looked um, very comfortable, relaxed at the whole decision. You know, some some professional athletes have a, have a really tough time of letting go of their profession, whether it's basketball, football, pro wrestling, whatever. They just either have a have a hard time of letting go, or they stay too long. And I think Kobe finally realized that. You know, he he's not old. He's thirty seven years old, but I guess he felt like twenty years in the game. It was my time to go. I go out on my time, my terms, and he's answering every question in the press conference. And I think maybe that's the first time ever. And he answered with, with a smile, a smile <laughs> on his face. He was happy. He's joyful. And I think, as fans, we gotta we, we gotta be happy that listen. I saw this man's career for 20 years on TV, live in person, and the man is is at peace with where he's at right now. Truly, no, truly at peace, and 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 that is one you know, that is one really nice aspect to see because you 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 hit it on the head. Some a lot of times the game simply retires you, and, and to a certain degree that is what's taking place. It's it's not necessarily the game. Yeah, you know, evidence by last night he can still get it going when he you know when you know, when his body's feeling right and when he, you know when he's feeling good out there on the court. It's a matter of you know the, you know like how's his body feel today? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like how's you know, even though he's only 37, I guarantee you he was you know, he, you know and, and even though there are reports that he went in and you know he went in and worked out as usual uh, you know this morning you know which of course only Kobe would do after retiring. Um, you know the, the very next morning should you make you know scoring 60 and and then retiring in the very next morning you know doing. But it is nice to see, you know, like you know, like all the all the silliness aside, it is nice to see. It's nice to see him him at peace with the decision. It's nice to see, uh, you know, it's obviously something that you know he came to terms with, you know, long ago. Uh, who knows if it if, if it'll you know the reality of it will hit him this summer, or and he may feel you know somewhat differently, or you know. But uh, for right now, you know, I, I I fully agree with you. It does it definitely looks like he's at peace and uh, and you know and good with where things are. Hey Jabari, doesn't that just describe Kobe where he's retired and the very next day he wants to work out, he wants to, you know, 
continue the whole regimen and you get athletes in, in today's sports world where they play a game and they want a, a day off the next day and this guy's about to retire or he, he is retired and he still wants to do his, his normal thing. I think that right there describes how different mentally Kobe Bryant is on a professional athlete level. When you talk about okay, so here's the thing. I know some people get irritated when we you know when we wax poetic about Kobe's drive and how dedicated he was, but it's not just us saying it. His contemporaries and also the old time greats talk about how just fiercely competitive he always has been. Right. How he's always just needed to compete, and it's you know, it's obvious. Like you don't you know, like that's not a normal amount of drive. That's not even that doesn't even seem to be a normal amount of drive for a professional athlete. There's something just different about that dude. There's just like and, and it's part of what has made him great. It's part of you know that that stubbornness, that determined you know that you know that willfulness mm-hmm. that you know that may have been part of what you know has frustrated people at times. But that's also that also played a big role in what made him great. I do got a, uh, a Twitter question, and it, this kind of sums up the next few ones that I have. But I'm gonna wrap it up right. a bit. So. Basically, from Afa underscore Brain, yeah, uh-huh. that's his real Twitter handle. Um, he said, "Where to now for the Lakers, and do they or should they fire Byron Scott?" Well, <laughs> that's a you know that's a good question. It's a great question. It's not necessarily something that I can I can personally answer. I you know I, I did write something that you know that's actually up on Basketball Insiders. Uh, you know, you can you can find it if you if you search or if you just search on my timeline. I, I did kind of discuss this on, uh, you know, the coverage not bare. They do have some you know young pieces now that the, you know the farewell tour and everything is behind them. You know, obviously it's time to move forward, but it's really going to determine. It's really going to depend upon which direction they want to go as an organization. Do they want to continue to build with these young guys? Do they want to continue to like keep everybody intact? Uh, bring them back for another year. See how you know. See what you know. See how good they can be and kind of project from there. Or do they want to you know press fast forward on this rebuild and maybe package some of these guys? Uh, you know, that's not me. You know, like riding the you know like or straddling the fence. That really is the case. They 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 could go in either direction this you know this summer. Um, uh, the rumblings have been that maybe Coach Scott and his staff can. Um, I think that, you know personally. And I mean no disrespect to Coach Scott. Uh, I, I'm not one of those individuals that comes on and says, like, oh, just fire him just simply because. Uh, I, 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 I value and I understand that these are people's lives and jobs. They're not just, you know, they aren't just pieces on, the, on a chessboard. Right. Uh, that said, if you're the Lakers and, the, and, and your best answer to me is, well, we're going to bring him back for one more year, you know what I mean? Then you probably need to move on. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you don't see him in your, you know, like in the as a part of the future, as a you know, like a, a set part of the future, uh, one that can grow alongside the kids or whatever the you know, whichever direction you go, or somebody that can bring in you know free agents. If you don't see him as that, then why waste anybody's time? I'm never one that's in favor of a lame duck situation. So if I were in that room, I would you know that that would you know that that's what my opinion would be. Um, uh, you, you know, you, you, but you really just never know 
Uh, you, you really just never know what to think. You know, they them putting that out there about him, you know, like potentially bringing him back, bringing him back. That could just be posturing. That could totally just be them, you know, posturing. You know, and also not wanting to be disrespectful to him. Uh, it, it, only for them to you know come out later on and make the decision. Or they absolutely could. Uh, I hate the idea, and you know, some of your some of your, your Knicks fans may hate, you know, may dislike me for saying this. I hate the idea of trying to go back into the well and bringing Phil back. Uh, at a certain point, I think the organization has to stop looking in the past and stop worrying about, oh, well, we were great with him and they did this. That's over. It's time to move forward. It's time to look forward. It's time to be forward thinking. Um, and that, you know, I, I'm sure you've seen, you've heard those rumors out there that, you know, you know Phil you know, wants out of that job and potentially wants to come on back. Right. I think, like I said, I think that would be a bad idea. I mean, listen, your team and my team are pretty much in the same boat. Uh, you, we're question marks about our head coaching um, staff right now, um, what we're going to do as far as getting some free agents on board with our teams. Um, you, you have, or you're going to have a draft pick. We don't. Uh, Phil Jackson is linked to both Lakers and the Knicks. And, um, I mean, we have Melo, you, Kobe retired. So it, it, it's both still in a transition process. Um, we won 32 games. You guys won 17. It's it just, at some point, man, your Lakers and my Knicks have got to turn you know, turn this around and, and get to a point where both teams can compete, um, not only for the playoffs, but at, at least go deep in the playoffs and, and compete for a championship. How long would it take now where, where there's no Kobe Bryant, there's no, you know, I guess mega star on the roster? Um, you never know. That's where the draft comes in. And a lot of these mm-hmm. young guys, like you said, they might get packaged for uh, a veteran or a, an up-and-coming star. Kevin Durant is a free agent out there. We don't know if he's considering the Lakers. He might. He might not. Westbrook the, the, the following summer. So at least you guys have a draft pick and have young guys. My team over here is just we have no draft pick. Our coach wants to stay in, in the in the triangle offense system, wants to keep Kerr Rambis, and that's pretty oh. much it. So it's just very different. But at some point, I, I, I wish the best for your Lakers. I wish the best for my, my Knicks. And um, just keep this thing going forward, man. No, without a doubt, and, and 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 you know, just to be clear, like I'm not dispersing or disrespecting you know Phil Jackson. If if this were four years ago and they were still talking about bringing him in as a coach, you know, obviously instead instead of going the direction that they went four years ago, I was all for it, 100. percent But in terms of you know being you know, being a front office guy, it looks like you. By the way, it looks like you got another Twitter question. But in terms of being a front office guy, uh, you know, if, if you're the Lakers, you look at it and you say, look, I, I like the Porzingis pick. But quite frankly, what has he done to prove that he's going to be any better than the guys that have you know that have been here and, and, and been doing their thing? Um, so that's why you know, they, you know that's why I say like you know like I hate I hate the idea of bringing him back. It's simply because like I hate you know like I'm one of those guys where it's like I don't know that you can continue to just say like let's bring the band back together and, and expect that to be successful. Um, but you know, but to your point, I absolutely hope that it works out for your Knicks. You know, it, 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 it quite you know look. Out here in Los Angeles, and, and your Knicks fans and, and, and fans of other teams will pre- certainly appreciate that. We've been so spoiled; it's not even funny. We go through three bad years, and we're, and we're you know already you know setting stuff on fire and turning cars over. The Knicks, I need you like for just for your sake and all of my other Knicks family. For, you know, you know, you know, I, I need them to all, you know also find a way to turn it around. 
One day, man, one day. And, you know, like you said, uh, last Twitter question popped up. This the last question for the night. Um, at Eric Powell, where do you rank Kobe all time? Jabari, where do you rank Kobe all time? <laughs> I knew it was coming. That's the reason why I said, yeah, let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and address it. <laughs> Let me start by saying rankings are all subjective. It's just a person's opinion. Exactly. So, like, you know, when you, when you get the whole, like, oh, man, you're crazy. It's like, no. That's my opinion. That's what you know, that's you know, that's what I like. That said, for the individuals that don't think that he's a top ten all time player, I've been watching basketball for about thirty five years. I ask people, or you know, I would say, and fully, fully understand it for about thirty two, thirty three years. If you don't think that Kobe, if you don't think that Kobe is a top ten player of all time, I'd like to hear exactly who you know who is, and you, and your justification for it. I didn't get to see the 60s. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get to see the 70s. But I did watch from the 80s on. And he's a top 10 player that I've ever seen. That's for sure. I mean, I, I agree. I, I'm more I'm more late 80s all the way till now. So I've seen the, the, the Kobe era, the, the Michael Jordan era. Um, mm-hmm. I did not see Bird in, in his prime, Magic in, in his prime. So when people ask me... Is is Kobe your favorite Laker? I'm gonna say yeah because I saw his whole entire career. I, Magic might be better all around and everything, and, and I have no problem with anyone who says that. But I guess everybody has their preference. You know, if you ask a 17 year old kid now who's your favorite player, you're probably gonna hear Stephen Curry, LeBron, and, and then you're gonna say, well, what about Jordan? What about Kobe? But they're gonna be like, well, I didn't see them in their prime. I saw the the, the wizard Michael. I saw the the post Achilles Kobe Bryant. So everybody's gonna be different. I think lists and rankings are a very um, opinionated. Your Mount Rushmores. Everybody's gonna have a different Mount Rushmore. But I I, I really think Kobe is in the top ten. Where the ten? You can put him wherever you want. He's he's got to be in that ten. But some people might might disagree with with both of us, but I guess that's the whole you know purpose of of, of debates in sports. Well, well, and not not to you know, I know you said that was the last one, but just just a follow up with, on what you just said. Mm-hmm. The reason why I specifically said I'd like to see your reasoning, you know what I mean, is because if you want to say let's look at the numbers, okay, let's look at the numbers. You oh no, I'm you saying? don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You want to say let's look at how successful he's been. Okay, let's look. Kind of, he kind of checks off all the boxes. Yes, I know he didn't play as efficiently as as, as some would like, you know, especially these days. And I yes, I get that. You know, he, he was like, like I said, a gruff individual and wasn't always smiling. And he really embraced the you know like the villain side of things. But now that that rivalry is gone, now that now that again speaking generally, now that you have no reason to hate the guy, it's kind of hard for me to you know to, like it's hard for me to see somebody not truly acknowledge because like I said, the guy has been. Phenomenal. Absolutely, man. A twenty twenty, a great twenty year career with one team. I think that's that's unheard of in in, in any professional sports. Um, ups and downs. Five championships. Multiple All Star uh, appearances. A five four five time All Star repeat scoring champion. The list goes on and on. But Jabari, it is it's always great talking Lakers and Kobe. Uh, with you. The last time we'll talk about Kobe on the Lakers. We'll see what he does uh, next in the future, and we'll see what the Lakers do 
this summer. I'll probably have you on during draft time or free agent time. We'll see what your team does and what my team does. But let the people know where they can follow you on Twitter and where they can read your work on basketballinsiders.com. Randy, again, I really appreciate the invitation. Like, you know, like I, I don't say it just because I'm on your show. You know me. You know, if I didn't mean it, I wouldn't say it. It's always truly, truly an honor to join you. It's always a great conversation that I, I always appreciate it. Um, you can find me on, like, you know, like Randy mentioned, on, on Twitter, Jabari Davis NBA. Uh, basketball insiders, you know, I generally have, you know, you know weekly content um, off this week, except for on Saturday. I do a, a weekly chat on Saturdays on behalf of the site. Uh, anybody that wants to talk basketball, I don't care. You want to talk music, movies, whatever. But, you know, generally stick to basketball. Uh, you know, if you, follow, if you follow me on Twitter, if you just go directly to the site, once again, that's basketballinsiders.com. You can find it. You can find the links and, you know, we can have a good conversation. Absolutely. Jabari Davis, basketballinsiders.com, at Jabari Davis, NBA. Thank you, my man. I appreciate it. My pleasure. All right.